0: Marcos yesterday praying with them, and uh, on all the campuses we had people out praying yesterday morning. It was awesome. I want to uh, just uh, pray a blessing, say a blessing on all the people who came and all the people who didn't come. That you can still come every Saturday, nine o'clock and ten thirty in uh, City Heights. God is doing amazing things in our church. When you see people come out, over a people yesterday coming out to pray on a Saturday morning, God is doing something. Amen. And so I want to challenge you to, uh, to come out. We have, it's a whole different vibe on Saturday morning. Uh, it was awesome and and then not, not a lot of talking like this, praying and and, and praying to God and crying out to God. Um, I want to also p- um, plug the Rock Academy if you have kids that uh, if you have kids, check out the Rock Academy where you can get God in school. I wish I was a Christian when I was a kid, and I wish I had God when I was a kid. It would have saved me a lot of headache. Can I get amen Say all the negative, nasty relationships we had and the drugs and alcohol we all did. remember that uh, yeah, okay, right, right, right. <laughs> Someone was telling somebody yesterday about my past, uh, cocaine, all that kind of stuff, and, he, and he, he looked down. He went, I thought pastors were always like that their whole life. So, uh, no. <laughs> uh, I also want to um, uh, encourage you with all my heart to go see the movie Hidden Figures. Go see the movie. That's it. I, I went to that movie yesterday, and it was full. I cried like five times. People were applauding during the movie. I was crying this morning telling my daughter about it, um, literally, um, and I was, you know thought I was going to cry telling you about it, but I would just, just go see it, just go, especially what's happening in our country now, more than ever, we need to realize where we came from. We don't want to go back there. Um, and so I would encourage you to go see the movie "Hidden Figures." And if, you, if, you, if you're into math, but if you're not into math, into, there's a lot more to it than math, but if you're into, especially if you're into math, it'll even double bless That's why I was triple blessed, but it was awesome. So anyway, how many, how many of y'all see it? Saw it? Okay. How many of y'all didn't see it? How many of you never heard of it? Wow. Hidden figures. Go see it. Let's get on these. You all excited for what God's going to tell you today? Yes. One of the reasons we pray before, before the sermon is to prepare your heart for what God, the Holy Spirit is going to say to you. I'm going to speak with my mouth, but the Holy Spirit is going to speak to your heart. So I speak to your ears, God speaks to your heart. Are you following me? And so we pray is that God prepare me to hear. Because he's going to tell you something about your life. I don't know your business. God knows your business. And so he wants to talk to you about your life. Uh, Lord, I pray you speak to us about our life. I pray that you challenge us. I pray you encourage us. I pray you affirm and reaffirm what you have been saying to all of us. Individually, corporately. Thank you for being good to us. Thank you for challenging us to trust you. Thank you for everybody in City Heights, East County, San Marcos, San Ysidro. People online. All the brothers and sisters in prison. Uh, we pray you bless us. In Jesus' name, amen. Turn to the person next to you and say we need to be a blessing to God. We need to be a blessing to God. Amen. Amen. Let's get your Bibles out. Let's get your Bibles out. On the count of three, lift your Bible up and say, Word. One, two, three, say, Word. word. Look to the person next to you, and ask them, Do they have their word? word? One more time, lift your Bibles up and say, word. word. Let's turn to Luke chapter six. Luke chapter six. Luke, I am your Father. <laughs> I think that guy's dead now. <laughs> What was that, Star Wars 25? <laughs> Luke chapter 6, Matthew, Mark, Luke, New Testament, third book. I was at a friend's house some time ago. And after we ate dinner, whoever didn't finish what was on their plate gave their leftovers to the dog. And so they did it. I guess they did it all the time because the dog sat there waiting for us to finish. And I remember when I was a kid, we had some dogs, some mutt dogs uh, that uh, were in our house. And when I didn't like, I still don't like peas or uh, like green beans. It's really hard for me to eat that stuff. So I would kind of put them in my mouth. And my my father would make us, we couldn't leave the table until we ate everything. And so we would hold them in our cheeks for like hours. (laughs) But then when he wasn't looking, we would take it and put it under the table and let the dog eat it. We, uh, sometimes people give their dogs their leftovers. Say amen if you do that. Say amen if you do that. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, we often treat God like a dog. Ironically, God spelled backwards is dog. In other words, we give God our leftovers. you leftover left over time. you leftover talents. you leftover left over money. You're left over resources. you leftover left over energy. You, you work all day. Get tired, and then you want to pray. And you're falling out. And then if you even get to it because you're so tired, it's, it's not effective because you're just getting it done so you can go to sleep. And I, I want to talk to you about the principle of firsts. Everyone say firsts. First. That we need to be giving God our firsts. Then when you get up in the day, and get up in the morning, give God the first of your day so he can bless the rest of the day. When you're gonna meet somebody, you're gonna date. How many of y'all in the process of deciding whether you're gonna date somebody? Well, let me say this. How many of y'all not married? Okay, you're in the process of dating. You're in the process of figuring something out, right? You need to say, before you go to anybody, you meet somebody, before you go to anybody, go to God first. Say, God, save me the headache. Because what I'm seeing is really looking good. But save me the headache. Because I'm not sure. You're getting ready to go into business, go to God first. When you get a scratch in your throat, flu season, Cold season, get a scratch in your throat, before you take pills, before you take medicine, go to God first. Say, God, can you hear me? We talk about giving. Give to God first. And so today I want to talk to you about uh, uh, the principle of first. Now, if you can't give and won't give God first if you don't trust him. Because there's like a voice in your head that's going to say, well, if you give him first, you're not going to have any left over for yourself. You're not going to have any left over for this or that or the other. And God says, wait a minute, so you don't trust me, you think that you're the one providing for all of that. And your time and your energy. And the question you have to ask yourself is, do I trust that I will be more blessed? And what I mean by blessed, have the things that God wants me to have. Blessed does not mean have the things you want you to have. There's a, there's a difference because some of the things you want to have are self-destructive. Can I get an Amen. So it's not about what you want to have. It's about what God wants you to have. And if God wants you to have it, you should want it. And the Bible says God has blessed you with all the spiritual blessings in the heavenly places. He wants you to be blessed. But he wants you to be blessed with his blessing, not what you want necessarily. Now, he would love for your desires and his desires to match up. But that happens when you submit your desires to his desires. And so the question you have to ask yourself is, do I believe that I will be more fulfilled and and content with god's blessings getting them god's way or my blessings getting them my way that's that's a big question because one answer takes you on this route and another answer takes you on this route they're not the same so we look at four principles and the principle of first number one you know god blesses what is given god blesses what is given This is so critical. God's not just going to bless you just because. He blesses what is given. In other words, you can hold back from God. God, I'm going to conduct this relationship my way. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to deal with my money my way. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to make this decision about this business partnership with my wisdom. Okay, go ahead. Or, God, I'm going to do it your way. I want to start a business, I'm giving it to you. I want it to honor you. I don't want to give it to you so I can make a lot of money and be rich and, and get things my friends can't get. I want to honor, honor you and honor it by giving it to you so you bless it and make it what you want, me to, want it to be. So I don't destroy my family pursuing riches. So I want you to bless it. So God blesses what he's given. Look what it says in Luke chapter 6, verse 38. Give and it will be given to you. Everyone say give. And it will be given to you. Oh, oh! come on now. Say, give. And it will be given to you. Now, you might be saying, man, that's so selfish. This is Jesus talking. God is a, God is a giver. He gave his son. Amen. He, he's not a hoarder. And he doesn't want you to be a hoarder. He wants you to be generous. Period. Okay. Whenever you see a little kid and you say, share, and all y'all told y'all's kids. And when you were little, share with your friend, share with your brother. I want to share. That's selfish. Yet you teach them to share, but you don't want to share. Now Look what it says, given it, it will be given. And, and look what it says, given it, it will be given to you, how? Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be put into your bosom. For the same measure you use, it will be measured back to you. This is so fascinating. When they, when they would go to the market to get, say, grain. They, no, no, I'm saying. Uh, they would go to the market to get, and for example, grain. <laughs> I'm just saying, say, for example, okay, they go to the market (laughs) to to get grain, and I appreciate uh, uh, y'all doing that. Uh, uh, For all y'all who are watching online, someone, when I said go to the market to say get grain, they said get grain. There would be a basket, and they would fill the basket, then they would shake it so it would fill in all the crevices in the basket, then they would press it down, and then they would pile up on the top so much that it would overflow. And then when they did that, you would take out your coat, if you had a coat, a, a, a thing you were wearing, and they would hold it like that, like a, like a big pocket, and they would pour it in your bosom. So he says, if you give, it will be given back to you by God. He'll shake it, press it down, overflowing, and pour it into your bosom. How many of y'all want to be blessed like that? Say amen. This is what Jesus says he wants to do. He wants to bless you. He doesn't want you to just to barely get by. Why? Because he wants to bless you so it can overflow from your life into someone else's life. You are a you are a conduit, not a cul-de-sac of blessing. Are you following me? That's what, what you So you're supposed to live with your hands over so it just goes through, goes through, goes through. I, I gotta now. In human language, I'm gonna press it down, shake it, and pour it into your bosom. This is this is divine blessing. God does a great thing. He takes it, and this is the can. You know what's in this can? This is soda. Oh. This is God's blessing, that God wants to shake it, shake it. You know what's going to happen when I open this can? What's going to happen when I open this can? That's what God wants to do in your life. How many of y'all want this kind of blessing? Oh, less hands, less hands. you know why you got less hands? Because y'all are like, I don't know what that's going to require of my life. How many of y'all want this kind of blessing? Come on. Oh, you, y'all are lying to me. I don't believe you. Y'all are straight up not being truthful right now. You know you want this. Here's what I mean. There's not one person in here that doesn't want God to bless them. To where it would explode in their life. But here's what's in your mind. It's going to require me to sacrifice. Yeah. It's going to require me to trust God. Yeah. It's going to require me to give up something. Yeah. So you can get this in return. But what if I don't? God said he will. what if I don't like it? God said you will. You can't not like God's blessings. Do you trust them? That's the only question. And if you're walking in scarcity, if you're walking in darkness, you're holding on. You've got to trust God. You're either going this way or that way. Number two. Number two. Our gifts need to be given first. <laughs> they need to be given first. God says, "I don't want to be your dog. I don't want to be under the table saying, "Man, I hope to have some time for me." Man, I hope they have, I hope they have a couple pennies to bless the ministry. I hope, have, I hope they have a little little attention they're going to give me, that they're going to spend all their life doing their own thing, and then come at the end on their deathbed and say, "Oh God, please, you know I do funeral, When I do funerals, people always say, "Well, every time, oh, he's in a better place. Never do they say, "Oh no." Oh no! They always go. He's in a better place. Why? Because God put eternity in our heart. We have this sense. There's something more. But they'll say to me, you know, he he didn't. Here's what they'll say. Worst case scenario that I've heard. You know, he 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 kind of. He did rob a few people, and he, and he was dishonest, and he wasn't the best person, and, you know, he cheated on all three of his wives, and, and, and you know, he, he, was, he was addicted, and he had problems. And, and But God knows his heart. That's the problem. The Bible says our heart is deceitful and desperately wicked. Who can know it? And all our life, we will live for us doing our thing and destroy our life. And God's like... And at the very end, they'll say, Okay, God, forgive me. Yes, if you are sincere at that moment, God will forgive you. And yes, He will accept you. However, you just wasted your life. Give it to God first. Don't treat Him like a dog and give Him leftovers. He wants the rest of your life. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. This is the first five seconds of the rest of your life. Give it to God. Some of y'all have been holding back for years. You've been holding back your heart. You've been holding back your money. You've been holding back your time, your things, because it's all yours. Hoarding. And it takes so much energy to hold on. And God says, give me first. I'll bless you beyond what you could ever ask or imagine. And you know what? The one thing he's going to bless you with first, more than anything, is peace. Because once you have peace, then all that, you're not going to trip about things and, and money and, and, and status and I, I, my son sends me these videos from Facebook every day, like three a day. They're just random, you know, incredible physical feats or, you know, expensive houses or guys shooting stuff and, you know, or just, just crazy. Just, I shouldn't say crazy, it's, it's really entertaining, all of it, but it's just random. And he sent me yesterday a picture, a video, it's a video of a $250 million house. 250 in LA, $250 million house that has $30 million of cars. $30 million worth of cars come with the house when you buy it. A helicopter that doesn't work, says non-functional helicopter. I don't know why you want it done, non-functional helicopter. Gym, spa, theater. I mean, it was awesome. And I, I text back to him and say, this was awesome, but not for 250 million. But I guess if you've got billions, it doesn't matter. God says, I got something better for you upstairs. In heaven. I got something better for you. Look at Proverbs chapter 3 says. Honor the Lord with your possessions. Chapter 3, verse 9, Proverbs. Honor the Lord with your possessions. Honor. Everyone say honor. Honor the Lord with your possessions. By the way, if you have a house or an apartment or you live in a box, honor God with that. How? Allow him to use it. Our first house we bought in Rancho Penasquitas in 1984, something like that. PQ. <laughs> And we started our ministry, my whole ministry life with these Filipino kids in Penasquitas and Mira Mesa. We had nine nationalities in my house every Wednesday. And we honored God with the house. Our kids were little babies. We said, God, this is your house. And a whole bunch of kids got saved in that house. Honor God with your house. Say, God, and by the way, it's not that you have to have a Bible study in your house necessarily. But say, God, how would you like to use this house? How would you like to use my car? How would you like to use my body? How would you like to use my mouth, my eyes, my money? It's yours. What do you want to do with it? Let's go. Look what it says. Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits. Everyone say first fruits. The first fruits of your increase. And what that means is <laughs> when they would have a harvest, they would, they would Before they can eat any of the harvest, they would have to give God the first of the harvest. The first portion of what they harvested, they would offer it to God. And so, God, the first of what we reap, we are going to honor you first. We're going to show we trust you, but we're going to give it to you. We're going to honor you first. And then, look what it says so that your barns would be filled with plenty and your vats overflowing with new wine. In other words, if you honor me first, I'm going to honor you. If you honor me last, you've already wasted everything. The the opportunity's over. And so so if you come to me at the end of the day to pray, your day is already gone. So what am I doing? I'm blessing your sleep. You sleep fine. There's a frog in, I, I believe it's Costa Rica, I don't know where it is, but I, I believe it's in Costa Rica. If my memory serves me, it's called a tomato frog, and a tomato frog is red, and it leaks out white poison when it gets attacked. So if something's trying to eat it, they spit it out. It's pretty ingenious. Okay, evolutionists trying to figure that one out, okay? how this leaked out poison at the, at the very time that it gets attacked. And it doesn't hurt it, it just hurts what it's attacking. And so if something chew, bites it... Ha, 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 and it's chewing up and it leaks out the poison and ha, ha, he's alive, but, but he's all chewed up. Now he's hopping on one leg because he got chewed up. <laughs> Some of y'all like that. All your whole day, the devil chews you up because you got up, you got dressed, you got, I'm going to get my day, I'm going to get my day. And, and you say, God, I'll see you at the end of the day. And you go and do your whole day and you fight the devil all by yourself. He beats you down because you could never beat him on your own. And then you come back to today, man, God, oh. if you ever get to the point where you pray. But at least you, you, but you may say, dear, man, God, that was a rough day. Can you just make me feel better? He's like, I'm, I don't want to make you feel better. I want to bless your day. How about we talk in the morning? Before you go, then you won't make the decisions you made. So look what he says. He says, verse, verse, verse 9, honor the Lord with your possessions, with the first fruits of your increase. Why? So your bonds will be filled or your life will be blessed. Look at Exodus chapter 22. Turn to uh, chapter 22. Exodus is the second book of the Bible. Second book of the Bible. Chapter 22, verse 29. Exodus 22, verse 29. It says, you shall not delay to offer the first of your right produce and your juices. The firstborn of your sons you shall give to me. Likewise you shall do your, with your oxen and your sheep. It shall be with his mother seven days. On the eighth day you shall give it to me. Your firstborn. In other words, when you have an animal, I want you to give me the first one. Give me the first one. So you have to give God first. If you want God to bless, you, how many of y'all want God to bless your time? Give God the first of your time. How many of you guys want to bless your relationship? Give God your relationship. What does that mean? Number one, when you meet somebody, Lord, let's pray. When you go on a date, Lord, let's pray. When you get up in the the morning, if you're married, pray with that person in the beginning of the day. Lord, bless us today. Bless us this year. Continue to offer your marriage, your relationship up to God all the time. You want to bless your money, give God of your first. Some of you, y'all asked about tithing, and we're going to talk about tithing uh, later on uh, next week. Uh, People say, well, should I give after I give the government? Well, the government doesn't come before God. Well, they take the money out of the check. Well, you, you just decide before that, that's a gross, a gross net question. Do I give off my gross, do I give off my net? What do you want God to bless? Give God first. But a lot of times we spend, we spend, and then we see we got left over, okay, that's what God gets. God says, no, 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 I want first. You give me first, and then I'll bless the rest. Look what it says number number three. Giving God first secures a blessing on the rest. In other words, if I give God the first of my day, I am putting myself in the best position to have the rest of my day blessed. If I give God the beginning of this relationship, and, and not only when we first meet, but even before. Matter of fact, if you have a kid, you need to be praying for your child's wife or husband. Now, even in the womb, pray for him. Lord, I pray you bless this kid, and pray for them. My grandson, two years old. I pray for that kid because he's gonna have. He's got already got called. Kind of ladies trying to get, you know, get his phone number. He's two years old. He's two years old. Praying for him. Praying for his mind. You pray for your money, Lord. I pray you bless how I use this money. I pray that I use this money that you have given me in a way that honors you. And the more you bless me, I'm gonna bless you back because it's not mine anyway. And so I'm gonna bless you with the first, so you bless the rest. So I can bless you with the first, so you bless the rest. So I can bless you with the first, so you bless the rest. In that process, I'm blessed, and there's gonna be blessings going all over the place. Instead of me trying to hoard and saying God, and some people think when you pray when you ask God to bless you, people when people hear that they think you're just being blessed to hoard. No, you're being blessed to bless. You want to be a blessing. By the way, let's start there. How many of y'all by a show of hands? Now, let me ask the whole question before you just throw your hand up because I've been asking you to throw your hands up all morning. Think about the question. before I'm going to give you a cue when I want you to throw your hand up. How many of y'all want to be a blessing to other people? Listen, don't raise your hand yet. I, I want you to distinguish that from how many of you just want to be blessed. Because part of your problem of giving is that you do not Not only do you not trust God, you want to be blessed. Only. You don't want to be a source of blessing. You just want to be blessed. How many of y'all would love to be a blessing to as many people as God can use you to bless? Okay, okay. now raise your hand. You got to trust God. If you don't have your hand up, one or two things are going on. You're just tired of raising your hand. (laughs) Or you need to think, am I selfish? Do I really only think about me? Think about that. Imagine if God in heaven saw all the people who are sinners on the earth and said, man, they need someone to die for their sin. Hey, Jesus, can you um, go down there and live 33 years and get beat and crucified and whipped and spit on and mocked and betrayed and denied and... And the very people who you're going to love are going to turn it back on you. And uh, can you do that? He goes, I ain't doing
1: that.
0: <laughs> well, why would I do that? I'm hooked up in heaven. I got angels singing to me. I got a throne. I got all people bound. Angels bowing down. I, got <laughs> I ain't going down there. Those people are crazy. <laughs> but, but, you, but, but they're going to die and go to hell without you. And you have to go into their body. And you have to become like them. And matter of fact, to start your ministry at the age of 33, you're gonna at uh, 30, you're gonna um, you're gonna fast 40 days and 40 nights in the desert. You're gonna be really hungry, and the devil's gonna come and mess with you. Yeah, I ain't worried about him. Okay, I, I get that. Uh, but then you're gonna do ministry. Okay, for, then for three years, you're gonna, you're gonna deal with all these religious people that are gonna just try to trap you, and that ain't gonna be no problem. Uh, but they're gonna they're gonna beat you, and it's really gonna hurt. Why would I do that? He said, yes, why, because he wanted to be a blessing. He says in the same way that he did that for us, we do it for him. We trust him. And when we put God first, we are telling God, I trust you. And for all of you who give, which we all should give, your giving is a sign of your trust to God. Is God first? Or is he last? Does he get leftovers, or does he get first fruits? Two different things. Leftovers or first fruits. Look at number. Look at number. Uh, look at Romans chapter eleven. Turn to Romans chapter eleven. Romans chapter eleven, verse sixteen. For if the first fruit is holy, holy means set aside. The lump is also holy. Romans eleven sixteen. 16, for if the first fruit is holy, the lump is holy, if the root is holy, the branches are holy. In other words, if you receive something, your pay, your time, your day, you say, okay, the first of what I get to give financially, the first of what I get in my time, the first of what I give in my energy, the first of what I have, if I say, Lord, this belongs to you. Holy means set aside. It doesn't mean that someone prayed for it and poured water on it or, you know, did anything and made it glow. It means that this part is set aside for God. So if you say, Lord, I'm going to set aside, uh, um, uh, uh, what's that, um, there's a chicken place. Uh, They don't work on Sunday. They don't open on Sunday. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. For all all you, I'm sorry, I'm not a Chick-fil-A. I mean, it's good. I just don't go. But uh, nothing against it, I should say. Uh, They don't work. They don't open on Sunday. Huh. Think about this. Here's a business in the of Unidos, in the United States that does not open on Sunday. Why? Because they honor God. And you would say, now, in business language, that is completely backwards. Can I get an amen? If you're in retail, Sunday is, the, is a big day because people are off there out shopping. They say, but we, we, we are going to honor God with the first day of the week. Chick-fil-A is booming. Why? Because not only did they... Shake it, press it down for them. God says, I'm going to shake it up for you with my power. You want God to bless you his way. You don't want to base your life on man's blessings. Man's blessings sometimes can be taken away. Man's blessings are based on merit and based on do you deserve it, did you earn it, you're going to pay me back. Or who... No, God's blessings, are, I just love you and I'm going to bless you so much you can't handle it. I'm gonna bless you so much. You now you can't handle it. I'm gonna bless you so much that your heart wants to give it away, and you're gonna have so much fun blessing someone else who doesn't have something. And he says here, if the if the if the first fruit, if the first of what you get, say God, I, I set this aside for you. It's it's already yours. Now let's deal with the rest. If you do that with God, with all these different parts of your life, your giving, your time, your energy. Your relationships, your business dealings, your conversations. You get in a conversation, a, a difficult conversation you're going to have. Say, listen, I know we're getting ready to have this difficult conversation. Can we, before we start, pray to God? Because I just don't want this conversation to go anywhere. We can end up fighting being at blows here in 10 minutes. Let's pray that God would bless us and that we would say the right thing and that the right spirit would be in this conversation. Is this speaking to any of y'all? Yes or no? Yes. Okay, I appreciate you saying yes because I'm asking, but I hope it is. Really, really. Look what it says. verse 11 verse 16. If the first fruit is holy, if the first part is holy, the lump is all holy. Look at number four in your notes. Giving God first demonstrates faith of more to come. More to come. Come. If you, could, if, you could, if you guys can t- t- go to Exodus chapter 22 again, if you could do that first instead, I want to go to that verse. I'm, I'm driving the technical people crazy right now. Hopefully that's easy. I want to read this verse because this verse is really powerful to me. Giving God first demonstrates your faith or trust that more is coming. Let's read Exodus. Can you get that? Exodus 22? Okay, I got the wrong verse in my book. Let me read this to you. Because I have the wrong one. Y'all have the wrong one. Let me read this to you. You shall not delay to offer the first of your ripe right produce or juices. Then it says, The firstborn of your sons you shall give to me. And likewise, you shall do with your ox and your sheep. It shall be with its mother seven days, and on the eighth day you shall give it to me. I want you to think about this. I have an ox, I have a sheep. That ox and that sheep is going to die at some point. That ox and that sheep provide wool, they provide milk, and eventually they provide meat. Can I get can I get amen? Y'all with me, right? Okay, so one day that thing is going to die, and the only reason I'm going to have another ox or sheep is if it has a baby. And if, if, if it doesn't have a baby and it dies, I'm left with nothing. So in order for me to perpetuate my source of milk and wool and, and meat... It has to have a baby that then has another baby, that then has another baby. Or I have nothing. Say amen if you know. I know It's not, it's not complicated. I'm not trying to trick you. Say amen. I'm just trying to engage you. Say amen if you know what I'm talking about. Amen. amen. So he says, the firstborn, which is the hope of the future. I have a baby, therefore I have at least another few years of having wool, milk, and meat. And then if that has a baby, then I'm, I'm good to go. He, God says, here's what I want you to do. I want you to give me the firstborn. Give me the first one and, and, and sacrifice it. Kill it. And then I'll give you another one. He's like, well, wait, 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 God. Whoa, 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 cowboy. So if I only have one and I'm going to give you the first one, then I'm back to zero. That's right. But how's that working? He said, you got to trust me. He said, man, God, God, here's what God told Israel. I want you to do that every time. And I want you to watch me be faithful every time. Because giving me first is demonstrating your trust and faith that more is coming. You're like, man, man. Oh, yes. This is where the rubber meets the road. Because what we want to do is we want to save up. And then say, okay, God, I'm good. Now I'm going to bless you. God said, no, no, I don't want that kind of relationship. I want to be first because our relationship has to be one on trust. You have to trust me. If you want my blessings, you have to trust me. If you want your blessings, then do it your way. But your blessings are not my blessings. You have no idea what my blessings are. Your blessings are filled with stress, striving, competition, jealousy, anger. My blessings, peace. Give me first. Give me first. And then watch. And what happened was they would give of their animal and pray. God, we got to eat. He says, I'm going to take care of you. And then another one will come. That's yours. And I'm going to bless the rest of the, those lamb. and bless the rest of those ox. Because you trusted me. And everyone started seeing God bless, God bless, God bless, God bless. How many of y'all God has blessed you because you've been generous? Say amen. Okay. How many of y'all know that your generosity uh, uh, was the source of your blessing? Amen. Amen. God says, put me first. In a minute we're going to pray. And there's two things I want to pray for you for. One, when you're giving, you, you give God first. Say to God, God, I am honoring you and I am acknowledging that I trust you. And I'm going to do that with my finances. I'm going to do that with my relationships. I'm going to do that with my time. I'm going to do that with my conversation. I'm going to put you first. There are some of you, you've never trusted God with your heart. This is all foreign to you because Christ is not in you and the Spirit of God is not affirming in your heart of what I'm talking about. God wants the first of the rest of your life. What does that mean? Right now, He wants your life. That you would say, God, I want to trust you with my life right now, I want to trust you with my burden. And I'm going to give you a chance to say, Lord, I'm going to give it to you. Now, you can give Christ your life and salvation, or there are some of you who are carrying a burden. And you're going to leave here to try to deal with that burden. God says, no, no, no I want it. I want you to cast that on me. So this altar call, this time, this prayer time, is going to be for you too. And you will say, God, here is my burden. Here is my pain. My confusion. I'm giving today, right now is the, is the is the first of the rest of your life. I am giving it to you now because I don't want to proceed down a road that is going to produce not the righteousness of God. I don't want to proceed down a path that's going to that's going to not result in me being blessed with your blessing, so I can be a blessing. I want to give it all to you, my heart, my burden, my life. Amen. So I'm gonna ask all y'all to bow your heads and close your eyes, and all the levels bow your heads and close your eyes. Lord God, thank you so much. Thank you for your faithfulness, your presence, your grace. Lord, thank you for all the people who are fasting and praying. Thank you for what you're telling them, speaking to them. But I, Lord, I pray today that you would challenge people to put you first. To put you first in their time put you first in their relationships, their difficult conversations, in their giving, in their thinking. When they eat, they would say, Lord, I want to honor my body that you have given me with this food. That they would eat that which is a blessing to their body. But Lord, there may be some people in all of our campuses who need to give to you their own life. They've never asked you to be their savior. They need to give to you their burden. They need to stop doing it on their own. So if you would like to give God your life, if you would like to give God your burden, your questions, your confusion, your addiction, you don't want to continue to do it your way. You want to now do it his way. You want to secure a blessing on the rest of your life, on the rest of your process, on the rest of your journey by surrendering to him now the beginning of the rest of that journey. In the privacy of your heart, pray this prayer with me, a prayer of surrender. Pray, dear God, I surrender my life to you right now. I set it aside for you. Jesus, forgive me. Fill my heart with your spirit. I surrender my pain, my heart, my sinful ways, my pride, my arrogance, my addiction, I surrender it to you. Please bless the rest of my journey as I surrender to you the beginning of it right now. As our eyes are closed and our heads are bowed, if you prayed that prayer for whatever reason, I'm going to ask you to stand up here in a minute. By standing you are declaring, yes, I am giving God the first of the rest of my life. Whether it be through salvation, whether it be through encouragement, whether it be you're doing it because you just need to be delivered from something. And I'm going to ask you to stand on the count of three. I want you to straighten your legs. I want you, I want you to you know, tighten your legs and get your abs ready as we stand. But as you're standing you are declaring, I am Expressing my trust in God. So, on the count of three, just stand to your feet if you prayed that prayer. One, two, three. Stand to your feet. God bless you. 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 We see you all over. We see you in the balcony as well. God bless you. Stay standing. Good. God bless you. 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 Very good. God bless you. Now, we're going to ask all of y'all. In a minute we're gonna ask you to come down to the altar. If you're in a balcony, all you gotta do is turn around and walk up and the ushers will bring you down. The rest of us, let's celebrate and, and encourage them. Come up out of your seat, come on down to the altar and give me a hand. Let's give them
1: a big hand. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. How are you? God bless you. Stay right there. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Come on. Let's give him a big hand. Come on. Come on. Amen. Amen. God bless you. 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 Amen. Just face me, y'all. Just face me. Here we go. Here we go. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. the whole you. I bless watching. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Come on. God bless you. 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 Amen. Come on. Let's give a big hand. Come on. Let's give those people upstairs coming down a big cheer. Amen. amen. Family
0: section coming on, on down. It's family. Let me say this while they come down. Uh, I, I want to continue to, to plug the prayer meeting. You may be seated, by the way, to plug the prayer meeting on Saturday. Uh, how many of y'all were here? Say amen if you were here Saturday. It, it was awesome. Uh, one hour, 60 minutes. In every campus, we're in here. And uh, crying out to God. It will change your life. Amen? It will change your life. Let's give you a big hand. Amen. Amen.
1: Well, let's give a big hand. Yes. 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 <laughs> just way, just way. This way. That's great, that's great. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. 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 God bless you, baby. God bless you, baby. God bless you. Amen. 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 Here's what I want